Oh, this is good news. A flesh-eating bacteria in the Chesapeake Bay. Just in how time did, for your weekend. How did they weekend. figure that out? They uh, stick their hand yes, in? Yes, and it was gone. It back and it's just a bony <laughs> finger? <laughs> That's right. Ruh-roh. Got that flesh-eating bacteria again. Miss USA, in trouble for words. The wrong words, that is. And Trump's budget cuts after we build nice ramps for ducks in the reflecting pool in Washington, D.C. No, that's, that's actually true. And that cut the budget for the duck ramps. Virginia citizens and American patriots in the mold of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. My name is Scott Lee. We are the only two-headed talk show on the planet Earth. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be a wonderful weekend. Be careful out there. The traffic is already heavy on the highways, and the police are out in force. Hoping to slow down those drivers that are in a hurry to get somewhere. All right, coming up at 5 o'clock Memorial Day. It means something. It means something. It means something uh, more. To everybody. And uh, Katy Perry's comments at 5 at 4. Zuckerberg, your Facebook founder, is a socialist. We'll explain. But first, Trump and his budget. Now, this was revealed to me in a unique way this week. By the way, up and running, 454-1366, or patriots at theleebrothers.com. Appropriate email on this holiday weekend, patriots at theleebrothers.com. My son came home from school yesterday and said, Dad, we had a debate in government class. Now, I, you know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of having to debrief my kids from going to uh, a class in I school. I kind of enjoy it. I kind of like doing that. No. But the problem is you send them back armed I, with information that the teachers cannot refute. They can't refute. They can't walk away from it. And now Actually, your teachers know who your parents are, and they are they don't like them very much. They well, don't. You know, I, what I've, I mean I've, is. I've, I've experienced that. Yes. Where, but what I'm saying is I'm sick of sending my kid to school and being told America sucks, America's bad, socialism's good, only to have him come home and then have to go through the whole debriefing process to get his mind back in order when most parents don't even know what happened in their local little school yesterday when Johnny came home, only to tell you a couple years later that capitalism sucks and socialism's great. The class that, uh, that he was in was separated. If you believe that government should be bigger, you stand on the left side of the room. If you believe you're not sure, you stay in the middle. If you believe you need less government, go to the right side of the room. Here's how it fell out. About eight people went to the left. The majority of people had no clue, so they stood in the middle. And five people went to the right that they wanted less government. Now, the conversation went on about what government should do. What's its role? Should it be in health care? Should it be setting wages the conclusion of most of the class, including the teacher who jumped on the bandwagon of the majority in the middle on the kids on the radical left, all against the five kids on the right, which my son happened to be one of them. In fact, the teacher promised before the debate started that the teacher would remain neutral until he told my son he could not talk anymore because he was winning the debate. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's how socialists would do. Yeah, right. That's, you know, to shut it, them down. So you've you got to shut it down. That's the only way they can really win unless nobody in the room's got the nerve to stand up to them. So here's, here's why Trump's budget matters. Because in the middle of this class debate where the teacher was obviously on the side of big government, more government, imagine that. 
Imagine how diametrically that opposed to our founding fathers and principles and the ideals of freedom and liberty and federalism. You have a teacher in a government class in your school telling your kid that government's the answer and you want more of it. Now, everywhere you look in history, government is a problem, including here in America, except in other parts of the world, government's killed millions of people. And in here, it just means less freedom, but could ultimately end that way. That's amazing to me. But the comment came up about taking care of people. That the role of government is to take care of people. How many in the class believe that? All of them, except for the five on the right side of the classroom. To which my son replied, wait a minute. I know you want the government to help people, but the government does not have money. It doesn't first take from somebody. So are you saying that the government should take money from people to do the charity work that you see fit? And the class, without missing a beat, said that the American people cannot be trusted with their money to do the right thing, and government must do something. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your government class in just about every school that's in the listening of this radio station. I wonder how many parents would be horrified by their children's belief and and, and what the children are learning in these classrooms that people don't know how to take care of, don't know how to spend their own money. They work hard. They want to make all that they can make, but yet they don't know how to spend it. So the government must step in, take their money. Can you imagine that? And, And you know what? Honestly, they could probably spend it better than me. I'm a horrible spender of my money. I think Tim King would do a better job. If he would just come into my house, take my money, and go spend it the way he sees fit. I mean, is there, some, is there some kid somewhere who actually believes that the government is better at spending your money than you are? That the government is more charitable with your money than you are? Because you won't do the right thing. Imagine the mentality that is being taught to the kids here in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia that government can spend it better. We're destroying our republic. Trump sent his first budget out. He wants to cut $4.6 trillion over 10 years. That's, by the way, not much. It's only 9% over 10 years. Over 10 years. Over now, 10 years. Now, you hear the outrage from the left. From the classroom, the kids on the left in the middle, you hear the outrage. Oh, we can't cut food stamps. We can't cut federal pensions. We can't change the Social Security disability insurance. What about the earned income tax credit? We can't spend we can't spend less there. By the way, Trump's budget in 10 years, does it get smaller or bigger? It gets bigger. Trump spends more in 10 years than we're currently spending now. So by definition, ladies and gentlemen, are there any cuts? No. Not if you're spending more in 10 years than you are now. That's T- an increase. That's an increase. That's simple That's, math. I'm sorry. It's just of course, it they kind don't of, teach kind of simple math in school anymore. It's all complicated. The food stamp program, let's just take this for example, because obviously these kids in this high school right here in uh, the Richmond area believe that the government is spending money better than you. $18 billion in 2000. In the year 2000, we spent $18 billion on food stamps. You know what it is today? $71 billion on food stamps. Now, they're telling us that that's 44 million people. Well, let's not. We need to do the, the, the simple math and figure out how much better it would be just to cut them a check. <laughs> Write exactly. them, everybody a check. $4 million. Well, that would be... $44 million. No, it wouldn't be $44 million. That's $1. No. 
Oh, there's right. 45 no, no, million you're right. people. You're right. I'm sorry. It, see, see, I'm telling you, Tim Kaine could spend my money better than me. My math is horrible. <laughs> but 44 million people, if they all got a million dollars, it'd be 4.4 billion, I guess, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you could do the math on that, I guess. Some could. 454-1366. Somebody's got to do that math and call us and tell us. $71 billion since 2000 it's grown that it's, it went from 18 billion to 71 billion the trump budget wants to just reduce the program by tightening work requirements that's it and opposing a state government match which would be good for controlling the program the left goes crazy including the kids in these local high schools who think government can do this better this is not the role of government charity is not the role of the federal government now if you want food stamps maybe the commonwealth could do that and maybe they should do that an argument can be made that the state government closest to you could be in that business. But we have a serious problem in our country when we can't look at the food stamp program that went from $18 billion to $71 billion and not recognize it should be cut back without people dying in the streets, as Nancy Pelosi said. All right, coming up. We spent money on duck ramps. Duck ramps. Everybody needs a duck ramp, pool. especially if you're a duck. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Ten minutes, that's it. Ten minutes and a black Sharpie budget crisis solved. The Lee Brothers, problem solvers on 820 WNTW. Now, this is how they talk now. This is uh, it's hilarious. These kids today. You're hilarious. You're hilarious. That's how they talk. That You'd say something like... Uh, Hey, Richard, here's a bucket of nails. You're, You're a, bu- a bucket, bucket of nails. nails. That's exactly how I talk. I said, here's a bottle of water. You're a bottle of water. It's like, hey, Richard, you want to use my computer? You're a computer. Exactly. That's how these conversations are going with kids now. It's it's ridiculous. It's actually quite funny. It is funny. I mean, that, that's how they talk, though. Uh, I, I sit there and watch my boys just go at each other with this. You're a boy. <laughs> no, 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 that's not. Well, maybe that is how it works. I don't know. Really, but th- they, that's how they talk to each other. They said, hey, who wants a slice of pizza? You're a slice of pizza. <laughs> it's kind of weird. All right, so so uh, the U.S. Capitol installed a duck ramps. You're a duck ramp. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There you go. You caught on pretty quick, to actually, in a uh, reflecting pool. You're a reflecting <laughs> <laughs> That's how they did it. Uh, so apparently the Capitol. You're a Capitol. Okay. We're going to keep going. And the and the ducks. You're a duck. Okay. Are you going to let me finish this? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. You you go ahead. You're finished. You're finished. The, now, listen, this is insane, and this is why I think when you look at a budget that's also adding 19 billion dollars in family leave, this is what Trump wants to do. By the way, this budget isn't going to happen, but it's in the budget. And well, the thing, the thing about it. the duck ramps. I, okay, so they want to build duck ramps. That's nice. I like ducks. Ducks are cool. Um, they built it for the ducklings, I guess, because Mama and Papa Duck should be able to fly over this one-foot-tall concrete thing. But the babies, they're going to have a little trouble unless they learn to jump at a very early age because they're not going to be able to fly for a while. So they need a ramp to go up, across, and down into the water, learn they how do. to swim. I mean, what and how they... else are the turtles going to eat them if they don't get in the water? The babies have got to get in the water at some point. The bass come up and eat them. The turtles eat them. All right, all right. I don't know that there's turtles It's called the circle of life. Are there was bass kind of and a turtles in the reflecting pool? I don't know that. I don't know what's in the reflecting pool. That was a crude way of putting it. But the babies have to get into the reflecting pool. The problem I would have with the duck ramps is they probably paid $150,000, $200,000 apiece for the duck ramps. That's your only problem with the duck ramps? You're a duck ramp. If they, if they paid $10 for a duck ramp. 
give me a hundred bucks. I would have built the classiest duck ramps. I would have put a little railing on it. For the him. fact I mean, is, our government went in and said we got plenty of money. Let's build a duck a duck ramp. What did we do before you know the what ducks before the ducks had a ramp? How did this work? If they had got, they could have easily had one of the local TV right. stations news broadcast exactly. the story. Someone some could help. have come out and said, "Build a duck ramp." You know, you people like ducks. Yeah. You know, maybe you like to eat ducks. I don't know. You like ducks? Pitch in for the duck ramps. You know, send us ten dollars, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars. The way to do it. You know, we'll put your name on the duck ramp. Right. Exactly. You know, Courtesy of John. John. John Blow was. Was dumb enough. I mean, he was nice enough to <laughs> donate to write us a check for a hundred dollars. He just cares more about the ducks. Than I mean, here's the list of the people that were nice enough to donate. They would have donated more than enough. They could have put, you here's, know, probably gold plated duck ramps. You're gold plated. Here, and the government the, wouldn't have had to pay a penny of taxpayer dollars. Listen, here's here's the problem with this is that the government actually thinks this is what they should be doing with the money. I mean, even if it's a $5 duck ramp, it's not. It's a very nice duck ramp. You ought to see it. Just Google duck ramp. It's got little, little uh, uh, words it's on it. It's got little signs on it it's for the ducks. It. The ducks I didn't know. realize it's, the ducks could read, but hey. It says duck ramp on it. Oh, yeah, this the, how else would the ducks know it's for them? Well, how else did ducks you know? get there before the duck ramp? What do they do in the Potomac? Can they even get in there? Well, how'd they get the Potomac? Do they fly over there and they realize, oh. The babies don't. So the mom and daddy so fly ducks, over, and they see the the parents have been they've, they've, been they've gone through time, a tough time in their lives because they've had to lay their eggs near the water in the past where snakes could come up and eat them or whatever, and they, they had to ha- hatch the little babies along the edges of the river. Suppose the river rises and the eggs float away. Right, that's a problem. I would suck being born out in the middle of a river. You stick your head out of right, your go, shell, and you're, you're like, going, holy I? crap! I know this where's, is not what I was dreaming life was going to be like. Right, I didn't know I had to problem. swim right out of the gates. I thought I could walk around <laughs> under dirt a little bit first. Where's mom and dad? Who's going to feed me? Where's the was food I stamp born program? to be food? I mean, the food stamp program. Was I born to be food? You are food. So I was born to be food. Apparently, the duck ramps are popular. They actually posted it on their Twitter feed. I bet you they could have gotten some nice little retired man that likes to do woodworking. You know, he, he could have been over well, there. I'm just glad, RVA. for one thing, that we solved this. building those ramps. Could have built them right there over there. It's one of the problems. I mean, if we didn't solve this could duck have gone problem. over there and built them with Terry right there at RVA Woodworkers and taking them well, up well, and installed them. Good point. They incredible could have built point. them right there. I would have built them. Right. If I had known, I would have. You would have known. You Nobody would've. told me. No one told you. you I were. first found out when the government spent $150,000 on <laughs> a ramp. <laughs> Didn't know until then. Uh, I've done it for 50 grand. 1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW. Here's George Foreman with InventHelp. Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions? I'll tell you like I'll tell them all. Call my friends at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp has been helping inventors for more than 30 years and has sales offices nationwide. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. If you have an idea and want to try to patent it and submit it to companies, you should call InventHelp today for free information. Listen, I can't guarantee a company will be interested in your idea, but I believe every inventor deserves the opportunity to step into the ring and take their best shot. Put InventHelp in your corner. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-604-7904. That's 1-800-604-7904. Again, 1-800-604-7904.
Attention tradesmen, since 2009, CodeUpdateForYou.com has provided continuing ed courses to renew your fuel, gas, plumbing, electrical, or HVAC card. CodeUpdateForYou.com aims for simplicity from sign-up to course completion and sends in your results for you. With CodeUpdateForYou.com, you can complete your course from your home or work computer 24-7 at your own pace, experience great customer service, and get your required CEU credits by going to CodeUpdate, number four, letter U.com. Hi, Richard Lee here. What would you say if I told you you can have an awesome woodworking shop today? A 5,500-square-foot woodworking shop loaded with Mac Daddy state-of-the-art equipment and tools, and you can be in there right now making whatever you want to make. Also, training at whatever level you need or want. I'm talking about RVA Woodworker Shop on Waller Road in Richmond. You can be a member today. Stop by and check it out. The Lee Brothers are members. You should be, too. That's RVA Woodworker Shop. RVA Woodworker Shop at 4840 Waller Road in Richmond. You may try all you want, but it's too hard to argue with common sense. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. It's for the baby ducks, you see. So What's going to happen when someone walking around that area, a human being, a tall person, not a duck, trips on that duck ramp and falls into the water? Well, there's signs all the over. The government... Going to get, yeah, so what? Government's going to get sued. Well, then the guy's going to say, Wind blew dirt in my eyes. I couldn't see. I stumbled on a duck uh, ramp. On a duck ramp. I fell down the hill and then I was traumatized. I was afraid I'd squash some little ducklings. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know if I did. I might have mashed them so deep in the mud they'll never find them. What brainstorm caused the architect of the Capitol to say, We need duck ramps? I mean, before this time, ducks have been making it here and there. They've been quite comfortable in their little duck world until somebody came along and said we need a ramp and here's the other thing if you're not worried about money money's no object who cares i got plenty i'm the architect of the capital i can i got yep. all kinds of money I'm and build nobody's, nobody's going to hold you accountable for how much you spend so it's, right. it doesn't matter right people say why did you spend that twenty thousand dollars per ramp no one's going to say because that. those ramps are built to last and it's for the ducks. It's longevity. That ramp won't flex a bit with a baby duck on it. Right. It's Neither would a piece of quarter-inch Luan plywood, but ne- that's irrelevant. Right. How do the, well, the know, ducks know to use it? There's only two of them. They're going to search all over to find the ramp. They're stuck until they see a ramp. Are we going to have little arrows pointing to the ramp? How are well, we going to know? What's next? They're going to build outdoor litter boxes for the cats who come to hunt the ducklings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think all right, about check it. us out at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there. One's a Memorial Day tribute, which we'll share with you at 5. And No Safe Places. This is an awesome new movie coming. And why Washington doesn't like Trump's budget. Because they can't buy duck ramps. All right, coming up, Miss USA uses the wrong words. The liberal world attacked her. It's kind of interesting. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW, 330 in the Capitol. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers on 820, WNTW. (laughs) That's right. Right. Can you hear me now? Can uh, you hear loud me and now? clear. 820 WNTW. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and brother Sending is Richard Lee. Sometimes is far left. No, I was going to leave that out this time. Is Richard Lee. You're the far left. I'm the, you're the... Okay. You're a coupon. All right. Uh, you do realize that Trump's budget, by the way, is the first to uh, actually balance? Your budget. You know, <laughs> you know that, right? It actually balances. No, I mean, there's some little smoke and mirrors in it, but nonetheless, it balances. Obama never gave a balanced budget. You know not how you one balance time. a budget? It's all in the wrist. 
That's it. Piece of paper, a pen, a or pencil, and you just You're balanced, fix baby. it. You know what I'm saying? 454-1366. 454-1366. Miss USA um, is in trouble. Now, what's ridiculous about this is nobody in looks trouble. at Miss USA because of... What's the definition of her being in trouble? I well, mean, she's really. in trouble by the left for, the oh, thing, wow. for comments she's on health care, her comments on feminism. Based if, on that, we're in trouble. Yeah. Well, no, we don't. Here's the thing. Miss USA was Miss USA and won Miss USA, not because she's leftist, not because she's a conservative, neither one of those things. That's why it's so ridiculous. Who cares her position on health care? Is she going to change the world because of her position on health care or her position on feminism? I'm surprised she knows what health care is. She was on, uh, I don't know, it was ABC, NBC, one of these people with um, a stray hand was asking her some questions about this firestorm. Been a lot of comments made that you, when you made your comments about healthcare, B, you called it a privilege, not a right. Were you, were you surprised by the reaction online? You believe that question? In other words, people were upset that she called it a privilege, not a right. This is the fascist left on on Instagram and and social media. It's a product. It's a product. Right. You either buy it or you don't. Right. Sometimes your employer gives it to you. But, you know, they don't really give it to you because it's included in your compensation. Your compensation. Package. It shows up in your taxes on your W-2. But because she said it's a privilege, they aren't like that. You can't be Miss USA and think it's a privilege. The only way you can be Miss USA is if you think it's a right. So she had to change her position. Well, why, did, Not a- why did she say it? Does somebody come out and ask her a question or did she just walk out on stage and go, you know, health care is a privilege? She was asked about health care and said it was a privilege to have it. And what, now, what was the question? Well, in the in the what about uh, health care? It's a privilege. It's a privilege. Oh, that's thank it. you. Thank now you. she she clarifies it here though. Have a listen. Not at all. I believe that's what America is based on, like having opinions and views. Mm-hmm. Um, but wait, I hang like on a second. No, they're America not. is based that's on all... having opinions and views. Uh, well, you want to live in this country? You got an opinion or a view? <laughs> that's true. If you it's don't, not get back on the boat thank and you. get out of my sight. It's not. It's not <laughs> necessarily based on that. You're right. Well, I think what she meant to say is it's okay in America to have opinions and views, but the reality is it's not. It's not okay to have opinions and views that don't match the fascist left. Well, that's true. That's always been the case. Because why, if, if it was okay. With us, as long as you agree with us. And if you don't, we're going to trash you. It's not okay you. for you to be around, and we will. We will come for you. Which is you why live. she has to make a Malcopa on this statement is because you don't have the ability to have opinions and views. Not at all. I believe that's what America is based on, like having opinions and views. Mm-hmm. Um, sure but I would like to just take fathers. this moment to truly just clarify, because I am a woman. I'm going to own what I said. Well, I am wait, 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 hang on a second. Men don't own what they uh, say. They, what is that? She just let mean? us off the hook. Let us off the hook <laughs> completely. Women have to own what, what they, they say, say, and we men can get away with literally anything. Talk about a throwaway. I what like does that it. even mean? I'm her fan already. What kind of re- <laughs> ridiculousness is that? <laughs> what kind of ridiculousness is that? Seriously. She's I mean, listen, woman. what does that comment even mean? I am a woman. Mean? I'm going to own what uh, I say. Because other women I'm going to write don't. a country song. <laughs> That's, it, here, it, let's hear it again. I'm going to own what I said. Word. I am privileged to have health care, and I do believe that it should be a right. And I hope and pray moving forward that health care is a right for all worldwide. Okay, so she clarifies it. Now it's a right. Made, what is she shooting for Miss Universe now? She said worldwide. Uh, I know. She, she said threw worldwide. that in there. She's going to run for Miss Universe. <laughs> she's shooting for Miss Universe. I think it's mandatory she has to, but she's plugging herself. As the uh, universe. She's, she's a freaking politician next in her life because right. she's campaigning already. 
Does anyone really think about what rights are anymore? Do we even know? Well, now it's a privilege and a right. It's a privilege and a right. But and she's owning it. Rights that have to be paid for by someone else are not a right. There is not. No. And health care can't be a right because it, by definition, if it was a right, then it has to be paid for by someone else. In other words, I don't have to pay for it. This is the insanity of it. Now, she had to change her view. She had to, she's not allowed. It's Miss USA. But that's what America was it, built on. It's built Founding on changing your view or it's built that, on. You know, women change their, their minds and views all the time. But that's, she's saying the founding fathers built the country based on having an opinion and a view. And I guess being able to change it whenever you want and owning what you say if you are a, of the female a variety. variety. However, Having next opinions time, and views. Uh-huh. Um, but I would like to just take this moment to truly. All right, so next time somebody comes up to me and says, did you say this? I don't own that. I have to be. Never have. Were you were you surprised by the reaction? on? Okay. I'm I was not surprised by the reaction. All right. So say. Th- he continued on about um, feminism was the next part. There's a right for all worldwide. I would love to clarify, feminism. really hone in on a couple of those, you know, pre, you know, suffix and everything. Let them know, hey, I am privileged to have health care. And I just want mm-hmm. people to see where I was coming from. Having a job, I have to look at health care like it is a privilege. It's a shame she has to modify no, you her don't. Yeah, You should look at it as though it's a product, and you should be able to sit down with that product and say, I want this coverage and this coverage. I don't want that, that, or that, but I want this. That's right. Uh, here's, here's the menu. What's today's special? I want to order uh, the exactly what I want off a health care menu, right. and then I will pay the price once it's tallied. We've already assumed the premise that you're not smart enough as a serf and a peasant under the new America to handle this on your own. Well, I'm not owning that. I didn't say it. You right. Did. I'm just telling you. Um, here's here's her uh, question during the Miss USA pageant about feminism that has feminists all upset. What do you consider feminism to be? And do you consider yourself a feminist? Yes, you do. <coughs> Absolutely. You get a microphone. Here we go. So as a woman scientist in the government... I've liked to l- lately transpose the word feminism to equalism. I don't really want to consider myself, try not to consider myself like this, like die hard, you know, like, oh, I don't really care about men. But one thing I'm going to say is though, women, we are just as equal as men when it comes to opportunity in the of workplace. Of course, no one's saying it alive. Of course, nobody said you're not. And I say firsthand, I have witnessed the impact that women have in leadership in the medical sciences as well as just in the office environment. So as Miss USA, I would hope to promote that type of leadership responsibility globally to so many women worldwide. So apparently that's not acceptable to the left. There she goes worldwide again. Miss Universe, watch out for this one. She's a slick-talking politician. Can can some feminist tell me what's wrong with that statement? Why, Why, if you're a radical leftist feminist, what is wrong with what she said? She is being attacked for what she said. Because she didn't say, I'm not a feminist. She said, I don't want to be labeled. I'd rather say equality. And of course, Shouldn't that's she not have said something like, I am better than all men, and I own everything I say worldwide. Worldwide. That's would have been better. She's a worldwide. The left is radical. Would that have made it better for the feminists that don't like her? Maybe some feminists could call us, call us and tell us what's wrong with what she just said. Well, nothing. Frankly, here, here I wouldn't pay any attention to her because... Right. She's a radical feminist leftist there's nothing, who owns what she says, so I don't really need There's that. nothing wrong with what she said. Nothing. 
In fact, everyone kind of agrees with it. Sure, women are equal. There's equal of quality they already. Are. They already are. America's a wonderful place for women. It's the best place for women in the world. If she uh, can go make this speech in Afghanistan, it would be interesting. But America is the best place. We have equality here. Why is the left still complaining about it? Four, the five, four, the 13, left are 66. the biggest offenders yes, they are. of this. Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, they paid women less for the same job. In the White House, people that worked on their staff, they paid women less than they paid their men. Saying they're hypocrites. I'm I'm saying uh, uh, hypocrites? Yes. If there was a a stronger word like this sign language thing I taught you a little while ago, poof, poof, um, I would say that word. But they are hypocrites beyond any hypocrite I've ever known in my life. All right, your phone calls Maybe other than you. 454-1366. Apparently, Chesapeake Bay has a bacteria that can kill you. Perfect. Doesn't for Memorial kill you, does it? I it, it, just, it can kill you, man. I thought I'm it telling you. you. No, it eats you. Within, what do you think that's going to do? You think it's going to eat you and not kill you? No, Make it, it lose will weight. eat you. I don't know. <laughs> that's a way of losing weight. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. The Lee Brothers on 820, WNTW. Patriots at theleebrothers.com on this Memorial Day weekend, live in the studios here in Chester, Virginia, right outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. As you enjoy this Memorial Day weekend, I just want to put the fear of God in you. Avoid the Chesapeake Bay because it has a flesh-eating bacteria that could eat you. I mean, this is what this is the kind of stuff that when you see it, you're like, this can't. I mean, come on. People are on Chesapeake Bay all the time. They're swimming in the ocean. They're in the Chesapeake Bay. Now we're told there's a vibrial volnuscovis virus that's rare, but you have a higher risk of infection or serious complications if you have diabetes, cancer, or psoriasis of the liver, or if you recently had stomach surgery, which just stomach surgery? What if I had surgery on my elbow or something? Is that different than stomach surgery? Dr. Rita Caldwell said, if you had any of these illnesses, please stay away from oysters and raw fish. This is apparently the number one way people get contaminated. But the second most common way. A swimming in the Chesapeake Bay? Is that what you're saying? It Well, <clears throat> while, being, while having a wound or a cut, apparently. Because bacteria, in this particular case, the infection moves very quickly. Last year, a man cut himself while cleaning crab pots in the Chesapeake Bay, and actually died four days later. I have a friend that uh, got a wound in a river, and four days later he passed away. Now, see, that's from a, just... A, from an infection from that river. I mean, there's there's some nasty things out there in the waterways. Uh, it's apparently. Yeah, you know, there, there really is. And one thing people should uh, be aware of for this weekend, the James River is at flood stage. So if, you know, if your kids or you want to go down there and play in the water in the no, James River, now this weekend is not the weekend for that. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. How dangerous? Very dangerous. You're very in dangerous. In the words of Donald Trump, very, very. Huge. Beautifully huge dangerous. Huge, huge dangerous. Yes. Yes, we have to be careful. Monumentally, very uniquely. Be- because. Monumentally, badly dangerous. <laughs> That's pretty good. Very, That's, very. You're, you're a pretty good Trumpster. You're Trump. You're Donald Trump. He's got uh, tremendous Trump, hatred. That's a, that's All right, so huge, huge, you need to be aware. Huge, huge, you need, you, very, you, very. You insult. need to be aware that there's a bacteria in the Chesapeake Bay. Now, the best His thing name you can do is Donald Trump. That, no, here's what you do: if you have these symptoms of infection, the chills, high fever, nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, these are all wonderful, wonderful things to have on your Memorial Day weekend. You should see a doctor immediately after swimming 
in the Chesapeake Bay. It sounds like you just said they should go down swimming the Chesapeake Bay and then go see a doctor. No, if they have you said you see a doctor immediately after swimming in the Chesapeake Bay. You need to pay attention to me. You said, listen, you You, said if you have any of these symptoms, you should see a doctor immediately after swimming in the Chesapeake Bay. You can't listen and talk at the same time. If your Uh, mouth is obviously you can't. You can't hear me. So I'd I'd like to explain. I try very hard not to hear you because uh, (laughs) I rarely get a word in edgewise anyway without stomping on your foot. That's not true. And by the way, you can turn your mic, your phone headphones off, and you'll never hear me. Yeah, I, I, believe me, uh, they're off right now. Your headphones. That's very true. It's not true. You did say to go swim in the bay before you see the doctor. No, I said, well, yes, you did. I said if you cut yourself, you need to be aware that there's an affectionate consent in the Chesapeake Bay. This is how you enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, which really, the evidence is you don't really need to go into the Chesapeake Bay. Right. Stay away from the bay. Stay, Stay away from, from the James River. Because these things are dangerous. They can kill you. Th- Email us is, and I'll send you Scott's address. He'll th- cook your burger at his home. This is radically, uh, I mean, a scare tactic of, of biblical proportions here. Flesh-eating bacteria in Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. Enjoy Memorial Day weekend. That sounds right. like a movie. Coming up, Nancy Pelosi promises $15 per hour. And uh, the Facebook founder, he's uh, quite, the, quite the little socialist. That's all next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Richmond's beacon of truth in the land of the free and the home of the brave. This is the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. President Trump's budget proposal calls for saving $10 million next year by selling wild horses. To slaughterhouses. No, that's not what it's for. It, but it, it removes the restriction which prevents the sale of those horses from going to slaughterhouses either in the United States or outside of the United States. They, that's not, it does has nothing to do with slaughterhouses. All it yes. says is you can sell it. them and it left it open so that you could do what you want. And that's yeah. freedom, really. You can sell it to a slaughterhouse. So the outrage of the left, once again, is wild horse advocates say the change will gut nearly half a century of protections for wild horses. You had to use that word gut. Yeah, it's a good word. That's what they do to the horses. That's so what they do. Let, let's say he, he does this and they can capture these horses and just sell them to anybody they want. You don't have a problem with them. The wild horses, back in the day when I was an Indian and I used to roam with my tribe, you know, we would catch these horses and ride. But these horses have been in the United States forever. Only, and it's okay for them to capture them so now, you, and you don't have a problem with no, them going to no, slaughterhouses? No, no, it depends. We have slaughter. Depends. We have horses. Well, going not, to we sla- need more dog food. No, we have horses going to slaughterhouses now. Are you telling me we should stop all horses? These wild going to wild horses in the United States cannot be captured and sold to slaughterhouses inside the United States yes, or outside can. of you. No, they, they can, can be captured. Right now, they, just they can't cannot be sold, be sold so to there's slaughterhouses. There's other things they can be done to. So the budget's so a little bad because of that. Them with a fork I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with it. I have a problem with them of course you do because you care about horses more than me. You, you got that right. I felt abused as a child right. living with you. Hasn't changed a bit. Yeah. If I hadn't tied you to want to let him drag you around the <laughs> neighborhood, my, you probably wouldn't have. You probably have a problem with them being sold to slaughterhouses. All right, coming up, Mark Zuckerberg has proved himself to be just shy of communism. We'll explain. Check us out at 820theanswer.com. Check us out. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. It is. Four o'clock in the capital horse killing of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Enough of me. You're a horse killer. You're a horse killer. That's for real. Did you know all that? You're real. Pelosi promises fifteen dollars an hour. Oh great. You're Pelosi. <laughs> Solving big issues. 
removing the Confederate memorials. Of course, we couldn't sleep at night unless that's done. And Facebook founder tells Harvard. I'm a socialist. Too many rich people at the same time. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this Memorial Day weekend, Friday afternoon. If you're going out of town this weekend, please travel safe. Obey the laws because the police are out in force and they're looking for you. All right, coming up. Or Scott. Studies find that weaker men are more likely to be socialists, which explains Mark Zuckerberg here in just a second. That makes Scott a socialist. Also at 5 o'clock, Memorial Day weekend. It's so much more than burgers on the grill. We'll explain coming up at 5. All right, our phone lines are open, 454-1366. I spoke at a high school graduation last weekend, and Mark Zuckerberg spoke at a college graduation this week, Harvard. And... I can't imagine the, the radical difference between the two. I took a take that America's great. It's the greatest place to be. You can work hard. You can accomplish. Mark Zuckerberg, on the other hand, says, man, we got a problem in America. There's too many of this income inequality. While he makes, what, some unbelievable billions of dollars a year. He's I some, think I would have jumped up right there and said, well, you can take care of that. Right now. This group right now. <laughs> exactly. Get your checkbook out. <laughs> that's, a, that's perfect. Here is what Zuckerberg had to say. Now, today... We have a level of wealth inequality that hurts everyone. So why is that hurt? I'm not hurt. Am I hurt because Zuckerberg has a billion dollars and I make $20, 20000 a year? Am I hurt by that? How am I hurt by wealth inequality? Do you still grit your teeth at night over Mark Zuckerberg? I do, I do not. I have no, That's good. I have no That's worries good. about I'm Mark glad. Zuckerberg. So all you have to uh, do to be successful like Zuckerberg is pay attention to what your college roommate is doing and try to steal his ideas. That I think that was simple uh, enough. I think that was someone else. I don't think that was Zuckerberg. That was MySpace or something. Did Zuckerberg do that? No, he didn't. No, that was Zuckerberg. Uh, Wasn't it Zuckerberg? Uh, I, I think know. it was Zuckerberg. Wasn't okay. I'm accusing him. Of I, I'm going to reject this premise on its face. The premise that people are hurt by wealth inequality. Just someone has to explain to me how. Why is if someone's wealthy and I'm not, I'm hurt? Did they steal it from me? Did they come to my house and take it? Should I lay at bed at night going, it's not fair? I mean, why is there a problem with wealth inequality? This you should is a- be happy for those folks that have been successful. They're extremely wealthy. You should be happy. Now, this is this You shouldn't is, grit your teeth. This is Zuckerberg talking to people at Harvard who just graduated saying it's a problem. That's a weird thing to say. And if it's... Okay, hang on, hear it again. Hear it again. Here we go. Now, today, we have a level of wealth inequality... That hurts everyone. No, so let's say And you caused it personally with all the money you have. Exactly. You are totally responsible for Mark, and you need to get your checkbook out and start writing this. Let's just pretend for a second, before we hear the rest of his ridiculous speech, that he's right here. Then there must be an answer to it, right? If we have wealth inequality that's huge, then surely Zuckerberg's going to say, and here's the answer. We got to go take it from guys like me. Is that the answer, Marky Mark? When you can't, when you don't have the freedom to take your idea and turn it into a historic enterprise, or someone else's idea, we all lose. And right now, today, our society is way over-indexed on rewarding people when they're successful, and we don't do nearly enough to make sure that everyone can take lots of different shots. I don't even know what that means. Are you saying that the people who are well rewarded for taking a risk are rewarded too much? And the people who don't take risks, I mean, that's the whole point, isn't it? 
I mean, the whole Maybe point he is looks taking at a risk like, so you can be successful. He probably looks at things like Hillary and, and uh, you know, Emperor Barry look at things like, you didn't build that business. Good point. You know, Mark, you didn't build that business. You didn't. You didn't. I mean, just yeah, listen no. to Hillary and Brock. Right. You didn't build that business. You if you been. take a chance and you go out and open a store and it's incredibly successful because you work 21 hours a day and you, you do everything right, you, you didn't do that. You had nothing to do with it. Nope. In fact, according to Hillary, and they straight out, flat out said that. So if there's this. So Mark didn't do that. So Mark Zuckerberg is upset. He's talking to Harvard graduates who graduated from Harvard, who are apparently the lead of the world, telling them that they shouldn't be upset about taking a risk, that someone ought to help them before they take a risk. Now, let's face it. Okay, Mark, help us. There is something wrong with our system. What's when this? I can leave here and make billions of dollars in 10 years, while millions of students can't even afford to pay off their loans, let alone start a business. How well, did you what pay system off your is loans? that? What system is that? What's so bad about that? What system is that that says that you're a billionaire and they can't afford to pay their loans? What are you suggesting, Mark Zuckerberg? The reason t- college tuition is so high is because of government involvement. That's exactly right. That's, it, yeah. It's government involvement. If, if the government would get out of the universities, it wouldn't... That should be a calling to the college professors, to the people that, that that run those universities. It should be something they want to do to help their fellow man. They shouldn't be making $1.5 million a year doing so. How is somebody worth $1.5 million a year to run a government university? Well, they, would, they wouldn't be in the free market. They wouldn't make No, they would not. But they would make enough to be happy, and the college tuition would be so much less Here's what's interesting. Mark Zuckerberg is standing in front of a bunch of Harvard graduates as a billionaire, telling them that it's not fair that he's a billionaire and it's not fair they have student loans. And he's, you think he does that for an applause line? Isn't that the way to win your audience? Tell them I suck and you're not, it's not fair for you? Isn't that socialism in a nutshell? Hey, things suck for you, so we want to change all that. And it ends up being an applause line for him. Now he continues. Look, I know a lot of entrepreneurs, and I don't know a single person who gave up on starting a business because they were worried they might not make enough money. But I know too many people who haven't had the chance to pursue their dreams because they didn't have a cushion to fall back on if they failed. So you are. So you should be their cushion, cushion. Mark. Yeah, be a, a You be should a Mark. be my cousin, Mark, the cushion. Right. And what cushion are you suggesting? Mark, can you send me a check? Because I'm falling on my cushion right now. You're my cushion. Isn't this unbelievable? Did wait, Mark, here's a question. Did you get a cushion? You know what you, somebody you, should have said to him when he said something about a cushion? They should have jumped up and said, you're a cushion. And I want a check. That's what they should have said. We all know you don't get successful just by having a good idea or working hard. You don't? You, you get don't? successful by being lucky, too. There we have it. Oh, That lucky. sounds familiar. Lucky. Doesn't that sound radical familiar? That sounds a lot like Obama said, you, you know, luck. It's one of those pet peeves of his. Remember that whole pet peeve line? Yep. About how it's just, you know, you're lucky. You're successful when you're lucky. Because, yes, you've worked hard, but you've also been lucky. That's Not many people applaud. Mine. They're all like. People who've been what? successful and don't realize they've been lucky. Don't realize peeve. they've been Lucky. It's like he's realizing right there that I just sounded like a moron. <laughs> exactly. How do I get like, away from this? How do I get this? away from this? Uh, so I guess Mark Zuckerberg and Obama, it's both a pet peeve of theirs. 
the people recognized that they were lucky. They just weren't good. They were lucky. All right, more of Mark Zuckerberg and his socialist ideas and why he might be a socialist. It could be of his because of his physical stature. Does he realize if he was a socialist, one of the first things the government would do would say, by the way, yeah. where's your checkbook? 454-1366. Your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Scott and Richard Lee. The yin and yang of talk radio. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Mark Zuckerberg spoke to the uh, Harvard graduation class on Thursday. Talked about how uh, how the capitalistic free market system that made him a billionaire is worthless and not good. And things are just not right. So he continued on in his speech at Harvard. We all know you don't get successful just by having a good idea or working hard. You don't do that. You get successful by being lucky, too. Ooh. Lucky. If I had to support my family growing up instead of having the time to learn how to code, if I didn't know that I was going to be fine if Facebook didn't work out, then I wouldn't be standing up here today. That's your point. And if we're honest, we all know how much luck we've had to get to this point in our lives. You live in America, dude. Every generation expands its definition of equality. Previous generations fought for the vote and civil rights. They had the New Deal and great society. And now it's time for our generation to define a new social contract. You know what that new social contract is? It's universal basic income. Everyone gets a basic income. You would think... The amount of money he's made from Facebook that he would be the complete opposite no of what he is. You, it's amazing that he has these views. Wouldn't you go to these kids it and say, sense. Here, here I am. Look at me. You know, I was a college kid who spent time in code. This kid's what? How old is he now? He's like 30? He's like the youngest billionaire on the planet Earth. I mean, the guy's he's unbelievable that he doesn't take what he's learned and say, you can do these things too. Work hard. Instead, he attacks the system. The very system that got into where he is is now a problem that he's telling all the graduates of Harvard it's a problem. So you need to go and change this to where we have universal basic income, where there's wealth inequality that hurts. No, wealth inequality was there when you were there, Zuckerberg. It existed when you started Facebook. There was wealth inequality. How come you you survived? What do you think would happen if all of a sudden our our government just does a complete about-face and starts just going like a missile down the socialist road, converting this country into a socialist, almost communist country? They're going to be taking over all of the business. Every you think he's still going to live here? He's going to get oh, out of yeah, here right, so exactly. fast. What he's going to be point. riding that missile out of the United States so fast. What a great point. He's not going to leave and live in this country. He's going to say, ah, there's I'll, a new. Uh, I'll go buy an island somewhere. I'll buy a small country. I'll make it Zuckerberg land. Now you've seen Zuckerberg. You heard him speak. Um, you've seen him on TV. There's an academic study now that might explain why Zuckerberg has these views. There's a research at Brunel University in London that looked at 171 men, looking at their height, their weight, overall physical strength, and bicep circumference, along with their views on the redistribution of wealth and income inequality. The study found that weaker men 
or more likely to favor socialist policies than stronger men. So you're saying if, if you have socialist beliefs, if you're in love with Hillary, maybe even Emperor Barry, then you're a punk. You essentially, are, you are a, you're a wuss, uh, well, a punk. I'm just let me tell. I'm not. We, we I'm not saying that. you up. There's an academic study now that says that. So Mark word. Zuckerberg is a wimp. He's a, punk. He's a soft, linguine spine, wimpy little fake man with a lot of money. With a lot of money, and punk. He uh, apparently is a socialist because wealthy punk. He's a weak man. Researchers found that men's opinions on redistribution of wealth could be predicted by their upper body strength. The thing is, they're. I challenge Zuckerberg, like Zuckerberg to push-ups. If they're in favor of redistribution of wealth, it's everyone else's wealth. He would not be in favor of the redistribution of his own wealth. I guarantee you okay. there's no way Marky Mark is going to say, yeah, here's my checkbook. Right. Knock yourself out. Yeah, put your hand in both my pockets. I'm sure he, I got money in both. I'm sure he thinks he worked hard for his money. But he can't say that, you see, because that's not politically correct. Instead, now we know why. He's a leftist. He can't help it. He's soft. He's a small little guy with small biceps, apparently. And he can't give you 20 push-ups. Because this now, researchers found that men's opinions on this are predicted by upper body strength. The more powerful a man, more likely to be a conservative in stances of protecting their own interests. Zuckerberg is, by this definite, not my words, not a man. Manly men, 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 <laughs> Manly strong men. men. Are you saying he would walk up to a restroom and not know which, which side one to he go was into? leaning to go no, into? I'm not that? saying that. He could be a man. He's just a small, wimpy man. He's just not a manly man. And that tells you something about the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is full of, of less non-manly men. Manly men, and we know that manly men really are what America is about. It if you're a non-manly that, man, give us a call right now. We'd yeah, like to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, you're, you're, if you're, if you're, uh, can't do 20 push-ups, you're obviously a socialist. We don't want to make you cry or anything, but if we have to, hey, we will. <laughs> you might cry because you're a weaker man. The you're study, a non-manly man, and and uh, we won't use the punk word with you much. The, they they also factored in time at the gym. They factored in a bunch of things about this to determine that socialists really are punk. girly men. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Truth, justice, and the American way. And that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Reggie and Prince George, good afternoon. You are on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Yes, good afternoon. Good I afternoon. Wanted to, uh, I wanted to weigh in on Mark Zuckerberg. I think the real problem that he is experiencing is guilt. He feels guilt. And the main reason why he feels guilt is because he does not recognize the source of his income, of his wealth. He doesn't recognize that, in fact, God has blessed him, and he's feeling very Amen. guilty because he has all this money, and he's not doing anything with it to help people. I mean, just think, with billions and billions of dollars, just think how much good you could do in the world if you actually put your mind to it right. and opened up your checkbook and You're, started writing checks. You are so right, Reggie. If I, if I was 
a billionaire, I wouldn't be a billionaire. I, I would be doing so much with that money to help people. Well, well think about it. After you spend a billion dollars on yourself, um, what, 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 left, the next, what the, left to buy? I mean, exactly. Now, is the, is the next billion that you spend on yourself going to make you feel better? It's is interesting. Is it going to make you happier? Yeah. It, it, money doesn't make you happy. I think also a couple of things. Not only does he not understand the source, he also doesn't understand the country and the chance of him being born in America to make him successful is is unbelievable. Great call, fall, Reggie. Great a, call. He had to fall on his knees at night and be grateful he was born in America. Instead, Absolutely. he gets up there and trashes the very system because he feels so guilty. He feels so guilty because liberals make him feel guilty. Boy, Reggie hit it right at the nail on the head. He's exactly, exactly right. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to a Memorial Day tribute, which is phenomenal. There's a video there about no safe spaces on college campuses. Trust me, you'll like that. And why Washington doesn't like Donald Trump's budget. A great video that really explains what's happening in the capital of our country. Quite scary. All right, coming up, the uh, big issue, removing Confederate monuments across Virginia. We'll take that in your phone calls, 454-1366-430 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. 820 on 820 WNTW. It's Friday. Memorial Day weekend. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host. My friend and my brother's Sitting Richard Lee. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left. Going to leave that out again. Is Richard Lee. Check us out at uh, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. Jim in Midlothian, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, I want to destroy the theory, okay? And okay. here it is. I understand the theory to be that uh, big biceps and strong upper body strength makes you conservative. And uh, scrawniness makes you liberal. Like Obama. Okay, it's, not, it's something else, and I'll tell you what it is. It's called testicular fortitude. I'm very <laughs> scrawny, but I'm a conservative as hell. <laughs> that, that is the difference. Good point. All right. Good point. All right. Very good point. Now, Thanks, Jim. Great call. Jim's referring to the study, not our view, the study that suggests that uh, that those who are socialists are are weak, girly men who, with small girly biceps men. and aren't physical statue and are, are of stature. And, um, Punks, need, in other words. Yeah, they're, they're just not very strong. And so Jim's saying, wait a minute, it's not about that. It's more, more or less about the testosterone. He used a different word, but it's the same uh, <laughs> premise. And he's right, I think, in that way. Okay. All right, so we have an election coming up this year. And you get to choose the uh, in the primary this June. There's primary, Democrat primary, and a Republican primary. Lieutenant Governor race and the Democrats uh, is heating up. Susan Platt, who is running for the Lieutenant Governor for the left, and she's a woman, so she fits the um, soft physical stature for uh, Democrats. So she's a girly girl. She's a former Joe Biden chief of staff and a candidate for lieutenant governor. Called for the Commonwealth to devise and implement a plan to take down Confederate monuments and rename Confederate highway, highways and other public buildings in Virginia. So she's she's going after the liberal vote 
that thinks all of these monuments should be taken down. She's saying we shouldn't spend taxpayer dollars to celebrate which these these people. I, I, I don't think that we do. I mean, I don't know of well, any here's the quote. taxpayers' dollars being spent. Here, here's what she said. If I'm elected lieutenant governor, I will ask the governor to appoint me to a lead a commission charged with taking down the Confederate monuments as well as renaming Confederate highways and public buildings. Our tax dollars should not be used to celebrate a rebellion against the United States of America and a rebellion intended to maintain slavery. So when when is when are we celebrating the rebellion against the United States? Uh, when does that celebration take place? Because I've, I've never heard <laughs> anything about it. You know invitation? Uh, we missed have missed it. I've never, never, never heard of it, never it. got an invitation. That's interesting. Um, and I'm, I can just see her now jumping up and down going, ooh, 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 please, please, let me be the one, let me be the one. She's going to have to spend, and it, you know, government spending is always like a hundred times normal. So she's going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to take these monuments down. And what is she going to do with them? Are they going to break them up with a sledgehammer? Are they going to sink them in the Potomac? Are they going to put them in a warehouse? What are, what are they going to do with shouldn't them? Shouldn't we ask, shouldn't we say to ourselves that, that nobody is in, inherently perfect? No, so, they're not. So uh, what you're saying is you think... Susan Platt, and you leftists who think this way, that the reason we have a statue of Robert E. Lee is because we're promoting slavery? Is that what you think? To the, today, people That's of what Virginia you think today. They're driving are still by. promoting <laughs> slavery. That's insane. People drive by those statues like, yeah, there you go, Robert E. Lee. It's not going to be long now. We're going to have slaves. I mean, <laughs> that's insane. That? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody is doing nobody. that. I don't know why the Does anybody left... think it was right and just way back when? No. No, not nobody. even then. Not even Robert E. Lee. No, of course not. Um, nobody was fighting for, yeah, Robert E. Lee wasn't fighting for the justness of enslaving men. No, he wasn't. But here's the, but here's the point. The North took up arms against Virginia. Here's the point. What, what is it? about not understanding all of history that makes the left look at monuments, look even look at the American flag. Take uh, Ka- Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick says the flag stands for oppression. The no, flag doesn't. doesn't stand for He thinks it stands. He looks at the flag and gets offended and thinks it stands for it. Somebody's looking at the statue of Robert E. Lee. Somebody's looking at a Confederate highway, which I don't know where that is. I don't either. And, and saying Jeff this Davis stands highway. for slavery? A Susan... Platt, you Democrat leftist lieutenant governor candidate, none of those things stand for the things you think they do. And Susan Platt, are you as pure as the wind-driven snow, or do you want to be remembered later in life for the good things that you did, in your opinion, I guess, but remembered for everything you did that was good and not the things that you did that maybe you don't want anyone to know? Everybody's got a skeleton hanging in the closet. Did Robert E. Lee? Maybe so. I don't know. Um, it's not why he's at Monument. But they remember him because he was a general. He actually was a great person. Yes. His, he was an incredible person of integrity, and uh, that's really what it's about. But are we going to say, as Americans, as Virginians, are we going to now say that what somebody thinks negatively about any monument, whether it's about the Civil War whether they think negatively about the flag, what, whatever it is, are we now going to try to whitewash anything that is perceived to be negative and must be removed? Every statue way, of every, every statue. person that might have even the smallest skeleton, an inch tall in their closet, you got to take it down. I don't care who they are. If, if you're going to take down 
every monument of everyone who may have anything in their past that someone won't agree with, then you need to take down every monument that exists. We're going to start naming schools nation. by letters. This is A school. This right. is B school, a C school. Someone said we should name them after the perfect people. Oh, wait a minute. Oops. Then they're all going to be called God. Right. Every school. Every school. What school do you go to? God. God I go school. to God High School. You go to God High School, too? So Which one? The one on that road oh, over wait there. Oh, We can't use God. God Road. That God's the one thing not allowed. You could say oh, Obama. Oh, that's right. You can't have God in the school. You've got to have Obama school. can't even have Jesus in the school. No. Oh, ouch. Oh, it's got to be perfect, not. and Obama, far from perfect. No, he was pretty perfect, according to the left. He didn't do anything wrong. His royal majesty. Does anyone see this as a crisis of biblical proportion that a <laughs> candidate in Virginia would run her campaign on whitewashing history. Now, I know that history has a black spot. America dealt with it. We had 600,000 dead people who dealt with it. They've and now we've got to whitewash ourselves from any reference of it? I, I find that appalling. Well, they've just about done it in the schools anyways. It's so rare that anyone learns anything about history no, well, in the schools. They would learn that today what they're being taught is America's still this big racist cesspool of hate. Exactly. And, and that's what they call history. We would well, teach you about the past, but we're not going to because yeah. this the, is a racist cesspool. So Susan Platt. We're all racist, and you just don't know it. You lieutenant governor running on the Democrat side, do you really think this is a campaign-winning issue? You really think that people were like, oh, my gosh, finally a politician in 2017 is going to fix the wrongs because until today, the, 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 the monuments, the statues, the roads, and public buildings weren't bad. But all of a sudden today, how could we possibly live with these statues and buildings with these names on them? Now, if there's somebody Unbelievable. who is offended, who drives by the monument and is offended by the monument, is that a reason? And it's a serious question. Is that a reason to rip it down? Is, she, is this the only thing she's going to do as lieutenant governor? Because I don't think she said that she's going to do anything else. No, no. Now I'm going to do this as lieutenant governor, then I'm going to hang around with the governor. Right. Well, she's I'm lieutenant governor, well, and that's what we well, do. Well, first of all, she's the lieutenant governor, so her job is pretty much non-existent if she gets the the uh, the nomination to begin with. Um, so change the road, the name of every road to imagine that role, Joe Biden Street. Yeah, this is it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to change every single vestige of history. Virginia is a unique state in our country. It has more history of the Civil War than exactly. any of them. And it's more, more history of everything. I mean, it's right. just the Revolutionary War. It's just interesting how Virginia was part of, and in no other way, we have more battlefields, more, I mean, the capitals were 100 miles apart. Virginia was an interesting place, and Lee didn't even want to get in the war. He didn't even want to be a part of it. But you know, I dare say majority of people that were in the war didn't want to be in no, the war. No, of course not. They didn't want to be in that war. Why wouldn't you look at this as these statues rep- represent the ending of an era, a changing right. of our time? Why wouldn't you look at these men and say they were fighting in a war that was hard, that was difficult for many in our country? Um. Maybe it's not so much what everyone has been trained to think. Susan, you little cute little leftist, everything isn't about race. People are not consumed by race relations every day like the left wants America to think. I think if she runs on this, 
She did. I, I really on. don't. She's going to learn that the people of Virginia, regardless of what side of the fence they stand on, the majority of them are going to want these statues left alone. I would think. I would think so. All right, coming up, Nancy Pelosi promises you fifteen dollars minimum wage. She, it's a promise. We'll cover that next. And your phone calls, 454-1366-454. Personal guarantee, she'll pay it herself. 1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. The news as it should be. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. The news as it should be. Every Friday here from 3 to 6. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Check us out, 820 The Answer. 820, the answer. There's a Memorial Day tribute, which we'll talk a lot about at 5 o'clock. And, of course, your phone calls, 454-1366. There at 820theanswer.com, by clicking on the Lee Brothers, you'll see no safe spaces. And why Washington hates Trump's budget. Because it's diametrically opposed to everything that is government. In our culture today, we are taught that government is the answer. That government is the answer to inequality. That government is the there to set things to be fair. That government is there to set wages. Now, we have talked about this on this show a thousand times. The idea that uh, the government is in the wage-setting business is insanity. Now, many are thinking that's fine. We talked about this at the, at the very opening of the show about my son's uh, government class and about how these kids love the idea of the minimum wage. They think it's phenomenal. I don't blame them. I would, too, if I was in their shoes. I'd want minimum wage being $15 or more. Why? Because I, if I was one of those kids, they're I'd get wrong. A monstrous but pay they're rate. wrong. They're dead yeah, but wrong. They're kids, and, you know, they don't they're know not going to say for the betterment of the country, I'll stay at seven and a quarter. They don't know. They're going to say $15 an hour. This is ignorance. I work half as much, have the same amount of money. This is just simple ignorance. And I'm so frustrated with it. Nancy Pelosi promises that she's going to fix this for everyone in America. Join the fight for 15. And I'll tell you one thing for sure. We win the election in the first 100 hours. We will pass a $15. And I'll tell you one thing for sure, too. She is as full of bull as a Christmas turkey. There's no way they're going to pass. In 100 hours. They'll never, they'll never do it. But, unfortunately, the younger generation will probably vote for them because they promise. I, All starving. the promises they've made in the past, they, they, they never see them through. Except for the They're Obamacare. buying votes. They're buying votes. Except for national health care, which is what we've got now. That Nancy Pelosi That's is appealing, appealing to the ignorant. And I'm sorry, if you, if you believe that the government ought to set a minimum wage, should they set a maximum wage? And if you think they shouldn't set a maximum wage, then you're giving the authority to set a minimum wage is no different. I mean, you are you're, you're really ignorant in the ways of of economics and free markets and employer employee relationship. Scott is saying you're a fool. A fool. You're a fool. We'd rather have it now. We'd rather win on the issue. Then worry about the election. We'd rather buy your vote with a load of horse dung than wait for anything else. We need to buy your vote right now, and we're promising you things we'll never deliver, but you're a bobblehead, so you'll vote for us anyway. You know, I, I, I think there's probably— translate. Yeah, I think there's some, some good-hearted uh, Democrats who are probably thinking, well, what's wrong with the minimum wage? Or if you don't pay, if you don't force an employer to pay a minimum wage, then they'll be working for nothing— 
and what they fail to see is that's not the case. If you got rid of the minimum wage today, people wouldn't be doing their jobs for less money. They would go somewhere else. They would. Well, here's the thing. If you got rid of the minimum wage today, just said there's no minimum wage, employer can pay whatever they want to pay, they would stop paying the dregs of society who work for them that they feel they have to have somebody, a warm body to get by. They'd get rid of them. The, the, the people who work hard for a living would work even harder, and they would be rewarded accordingly. And the ones that shouldn't be working at your business or mine would, would be working for somebody else, and it would change them for the better because they'd realize, hey, if I don't get in here and do the job, I'm not going to have the job. Well, without the minimum wage, you might see more employment because what could happen is somebody would say, look, I can't pay you $7 to sweep the floor, but I'll pay you $4 to sweep the floor, and that's your decision. All you have to do is sweep the floor. That's it. That's all you have to do. And someone might say, okay, that's worth it. For $4 an hour, I'll sweep the floor. And if an employer has someone who's a great employee, a quality employee that works hard, Always there on time, never late, never talks back, never does anything wrong, tries very hard to do a great job. They would pay them what they're worth to keep them. It's an employer. They want to retain the good employees. Employee relationship. Exactly right. That's what, it's not between somebody like Nancy Pelosi who lives in California, who sits on a throne in D.C. to decide what you and me should pay our employees. See, Nancy not Pelosi thinks. Job. Nancy Pelosi wants you to believe that all employers, all are evil, dirty, exactly evil right. people She's who essentially suck at life. And they <laughs> are there to burn you right, at the a stake. new one. Right. And they're there to burn you. They're right. there to rip you off so they can go home and stick their pinky out where they're sipping on their margarita or whatever. Right. They can live the, the wealthy high if life. If Nancy can convince people of that, they will get her vote. Yes, they will. They because she's there to protect them. They will vote Even though her. she's an That's airhead. Right. <laughs> and how she got there in the first place is... It's California, dude. ...is mind-boggling. It's California. That's it's crazy. crazy. All right, 454-1366. That's our phone number, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens, American patriots, on 820 WNTW. So let me ask you a question. On this Memorial Day weekend, do you think... The president of the United States should have the executive power, or does he obtain the executive power to stop certain people from coming into our country who want to hurt us? Well, you know, you know, if His Royal Majesty Emperor Barry had done this, and he did do this, would anybody shut him down on anything he wanted to do? No, I mean they're trying to shut Trump down on everything he's trying to do. I, I agree with him saying we need to know who these people are, why they're coming here, how long they're going to be here, and what are they going to be doing while they're here, what's their background. We need to know everything there is to know about them. Even if Trump were to come out and say, I'm stopping all Muslims from these, from these uh, seven countries from coming here, that is not a constitutional crisis. That is a way to protect us. The appeals court here in Richmond is so dead wrong on this, it's scary for the cause of safety and freedom of America. And on this Memorial Day weekend, that'll be ashamed of themselves, and America ought to revolt against it and say, this is ridiculous. The president can protect us. That's their role. That's enumerated, Article 1, Section 8. All right, coming up, it is Memorial Day weekend. We will share with you 
a phenomenal Memorial Day tribute and your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Check us out at 820theanswer.com. It Word. is 5 o'clock in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Trump, he calls them losers. Katy Perry calls for the coexist bumper sticker. Cute. And it's a Memorial Day weekend, but not a normal holiday. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land, we unleash the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Port Chop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow who left his job in a small-town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, 
sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Do you understand? Do you see? Do you see the reason we're free? Do you see the reason why America is even here? Ronald Reagan told a story of a man who understood that. And that's just one of many. Memorial Day weekend, the Memorial Day holiday is so much more than the burgers and a time to have a day off. It is the very reason that we exist, that men would lay down their life for a fellow friend. There is no greater love than this. And it began in the Revolutionary War, and it comes to even now, where men continue to do what so many of us wouldn't. The idea that this fight for freedom and liberty, for one, is over, is not true. But the idea that we, as men and women, on this Memorial Day weekend could even fathom the idea that we would have to pick up arms and sacrifice our life for a cause bigger than ourselves is so foreign today. I think if we as Americans could just literally take Monday and say, wait a second, there are men who left their families who didn't come home so that I could put a flag on my porch and then turn around and go light the grill. These are men like Andy D. Anderson, who grew up in Falls Church, Virginia, enjoyed school and athletics. He played football and baseball at Jeb Stewart High School. So badly wanted to be in the Army and enlisted. Before deploying to, our, deploying to Iraq in 2006, Andy uh, proposed to his high school sweetheart and they would get married when he returned. On June 6, 2006, Andy and his squad were building barracks on a base in Iraq after they had finished working for the day and started to clean up the area. An enemy mortar round struck. Andy was killed instantly. His family was devastated but knew he was doing what he was felt called to do. The Virginia War Memorial has his name on it. You could see it on Monday. That would be a great thing to do with your family. You ask yourself today, what's the best way to honor those men who went before us, who gave their ultimate sacrifice for the cause of freedom? You want to honor them today? You want to honor them this weekend? You want to honor them in your life? The way to do that it's to stand for the very things they fought for. It's not to change it. It's not to say, look, I want something different. It is to recognize that the, those men who gave up their lives for the cause of freedom of living, the very beginning, the 20,000 men that started in New York City in early in 1776 were down to 5,000 by December, half of which couldn't fight, who didn't get paid, who literally left a trail of blood in the snow because they had no boots. Those men who sacrificed, if you want to honor them today, 
you fight for their cause. The cause of freedom and liberty. A government that's small, a people that is free. A government that fears the people is called liberty. When the people fear the government is called tyranny. This is the holiday we celebrate this Memorial Day weekend. You want to honor them? You want to thank them and their families for their service? You continue to fight today for what they did. That's how you do it. Virginia War Memorial has an event happening where you can go there, a park for free, visit for free. They get an entire event that day. You can find them at virginiawarmemorial.com online and check them out there. All right, coming up, what's it like to be an American today? And is Trump helping? By calling them losers. We'll discuss that. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. The Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Like Batman and Robin, your conservative dynamic duo. Just no costumes and utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. I liked it. No, I did. I liked it. I mean, I know it's not politically correct, and I know people don't like some of the aspirations of Trump, but when he called them a losers, I, I liked it. I thought it was refreshing. I thought it was like his, it, from his gut, and especially in context of where he was. Now, before we play the clip of Trump calling him a loser, here's the difference. When, when Obama went to Cairo in the beginning of his presidency, he apologized. That's what he did. He said, quote, I consider part of my responsibility of President of the United States to fight against negative stereotypes of Islam. That's what he said. Trump this week said, quote, religious leaders must make this absolutely clear. Barbarism will deliver you no glory. Piety to evil will deliver you and bring you no dignity. If you choose the path of terror, your life will be empty. Your life will be brief. Your soul will be fully condemned. How about that for a difference? I like that. That is phenomenal. That's why this comment I kind of liked. So many young, beautiful, innocent people living and enjoying their lives murdered by evil losers in life. He continued. I won't call them monsters because they would like that term. They would think that's a great name. I will call them, from now on, losers, because that's what they are. They're losers. They are losers. It's almost like he's going, they suck. They're losers. They're going nowhere. They're dead. They're, they're, and now, he didn't stop there. His next part of this was outstanding, but I liked it. I liked when he called them evil losers. It was kind of cool. I evil thought. losers. <laughs> okay. Richard? You know, Bush called them evil doers. I like that. Because doers, I don't think is really a word. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it just sounded so ridiculous. It was hilarious. Right. But, but I, you know, I, I like what he said in his speech. I, I, you know. You just, just don't like the word loser. I think he could have used, you know, he could have said, you know, the world's future dead people or something to that effect. Right. You know, talk about how we're going to destroy them and then do it. You know, do it. Well, I think possibly... Uh, he, he did go on. This is what I've spent these last few days talking about during my trip overseas. Our society can have no tolerance 
for this continuation of bloodshed. Amen. We cannot stand a moment longer for the slaughter of innocent people. Amen. The terrorists and extremists and those who give them aid and comfort must be driven out from our society forever. By burying them in a mass grave. This wicked ideology must be obliterated. And I mean completely obliterated. All civilized nations must join together to protect human life and the sacred right of our citizens. I agree. I agree don't completely. You, don't, now that sounds good to you. Now it's just a loser part. Now come home and let's take the gloves off of the FBI and everyone else. You know, we can't torture these evil people. We, we can't. That's not what we do. We're, we're civilized, and it's their culture. You know what? Torture the crap out of them if you can get information out of them. I don't care. I don't they were just as talking about torture. Take people? the handcuffs off and let people. them. I mean, they need to take the gloves off and let our military, our federal law enforcement folks, our military, do whatever they have to do to, to prevent rid this, this planet of, of these, these scumbag losers. I mean, evil losers. <laughs> they need to. They need. You know, talking about it, talk is cheap. They need to do something. Well, I think you think Trump's going to do something. I think you know Obama wasn't going to do anything because he was afraid he might offend somebody. Right. Hillary wouldn't have done a thing. No, they she would have tried thought. to be. She would have given them money to be their friends. They, uh, exactly. They try. They're worried about offending someone. It's time that we have turned this thing around, and that's why I kind of liked what Trump said. You're not. Losers. You're not going to negotiate with these people. No, you're, you're not, not. going to make them our friend. Right. The only thing you can do to stop them is kill them. That's right. You have got. You're not going to change their mind. They're not. You're not going to change their philosophy, the way they look at life or death. You're not going to change them, and no. you're certainly not going to get them to sit down with you and say, "Okay, this is what we need." Right. So we'll stop blowing you people. That's not what's going to happen. And it's also not about poverty. It's not about us offending them that turns them mad. It's not no. about any of those things. I mean, there was a reporter after Manchester that went around and asked all these people, "Don't you think?" Um, they're going to feel oppressed now. The the Islamos are going to feel oppressed. If, if I certainly hope so. I mean, that's well, that's we what he's saying. Oppressed and now. if there are more oppressed, don't you think there'll be rash more more of these terrorist attacks? Unbelievable, man. We I wouldn't gotta, I wouldn't oppress them. I would go around, and if somebody said, you know, there's some terrorists probably behind that door, I would have a squad of probably 24 people that would kick that door down. That's what and find out if there are terrorists behind that door. And if there are, I would you know I would pile up the bodies. Send a truck around, loudspeaker, bring out your dead, bring out wow. your dead, and haul them away. Wow. Put them in a mass grave. I would kill you every are... terrorist I came in contact with. Uh, and, I mean, and you think this is harsh. You think, you think, uh, you think this statement's harsh? Evil I... losers. <laughs> no, I don't. But I would be the flesh-eating end of those terrorist lives. Yes. I would be uh, the flesh-eating fly. virus I, that I killed every one of like them. Like the Chesapeake Bay? Without hesitation. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW. If political talk radio makes you sick, throw up with the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Criminals. Just insane. I'm telling you. Criminals. I feel better. I feel better that Trump's in the White House when this terrorism stuff. I mean, we, the, terrorism right now must understand they don't have a friend or an ally in the White House. They do not. And Trump will never apologize for being an American. Never. I mean, no, he, Trump, won't, he Trump, won't apologize for America. No, right. Trump grew up celebrating Memorial Day weekend. Trump grew up celebrating the 4th of July. Barack Obama never celebrated those two holidays because he wasn't here. 
He didn't grow up here. He doesn't know what it's like to be an American with those two holidays. Trump does. And and, and here's the thing, too. If, if you don't think that this planet <laughs> should owes, you know, a huge debt to the United States of oh, America, huge. you should go to Europe and go to the graveyard. No kidding. You should go see all of the soldiers in France. That you should see there. all of the graveyards, all of the where the, our soldiers are buried, liberating that country. All we asked for was a plot of land to bury our dead. We've, we've That's unbelievable. shed blood on almost every country of course we did. on this cause, planet. For the cause of good. People should. The cause of good. They right. should respect us. Coming up, Katy Perry thinks we ought to coexist. This, this woman has the ear of the millennials, and if that's the case, it might be a tough battle to hope. All right, 454-1366, your phone call is next. It is 530 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. You may try all you want, but it's too hard to argue with common sense. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Virginia citizens and American patriots, and on this Memorial Day weekend now, more than ever, you should join us. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left. Is Richard Lee. That sounded like just gibberish. I'm sure no one understood that. All right, speaking Sitting of Sitting to his left. Sometimes his <laughs> far left. Okay, clarity. Uh, Katie Perry. Now, Katie Perry Talk is, about gibberish. Yeah, talk about gibberish. A, a, a colossal jewel of ignorance here. Katie Perry, you are gibberish. But you must understand, to... To the millennials, to people who listen to her music, Katy Perry can do no wrong. She can say no wrong. She is just so smart. She ought to not ever speak and only sing. Here's why. I think, like, the greatest thing that we can do now is just unite as people. As, like, is, is that a question? It's like, unite as, as people. people. I, I, thought we, unite as people. I thought we did that a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, like, are like, we all independent own little things quirling around like ants. Yeah. I mean, now we need to, what, well, we're going to put our arms around everybody? Right now. Teach the world to sing? It's like a question about mark. About Coca-Cola? It's I like, mean. It's like a question mark. People. Like people. Unite as people. As pe- unite as so people. So where do we go for that? It's like, unite as people? I'm not sure. Or why not it's unite like, as It's humans. like, okay, you should continue. Let's start over. I think, like, the greatest thing that we can do now is now. just unite as people. People as, people as like fan bases, fan all bases. of it. You Wait know? a minute, fan bases. Fan, oh, we're it's supposed about, to all well, unite and base? become part of her fan base. This is a fan base between That's Ariana Grande and her. There's fan base. Let's unite our fan bases. That's she what wants, she's concerned about. She's concerned about her fans. She wants all people to unite and become a part of her fan base. Yeah. As oops, so it's all like people. fan bases, like, all of it. You know, because wow, I think girl. like they're like. As much, like you a, know, whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> what was like that? A, like, well, you know, what is whatever. that? What is that? This I, poor I, girl. I would dare say this girl must smoke pot or something. What's a I song Because she sounds like she's high as a kite. That sounds terrible. Because I think, like, like, they're, like, as much, you know, whatever <laughs> we say behind people's backs, because that the greatest thing we can do is just unite and love on each other and like no barriers no borders like it, it we're, we we wow. all need to just coexist katie perry wants to love on me and coexist at the same time <laughs> that just made me a real man well i'm gonna meet people tonight i don't even know if they're gonna say hi my name's bob yeah well katie perry wants to love on me 
So I don't know what to say. I'm not even sure I should share my name with you because I'm uniting with all people, and Katy Perry wants love on me. Is this not just gibberish? That's just amazing. That's unbelievable. As if she's where, where where is she? I need to go to where she is. She has a huge. <laughs> Massive grasp on reality, doesn't Hi, she? Hi, you seven-foot-tall security guy. You must weigh 500 pounds solid muscle. Uh, Katy Perry wants to love on me. I, I, heard, I heard she wants to love on me. That's all I'm saying. And you love on each other. Everybody. And, like, no barriers, no borders. Like, it, it, we're, we all need to just coexist. True. Now, this, I'm sure if the terrorists heard her say that, they're going to go, oh, and we've been out here blowing people off. Dang it. If Shazam. Only, if only I had a if bumper sticker. I only could put heard my, of uh, her earlier. I'm back we on my could camel. have been coexisting, loving on her, and not blowing people oh, up. Right, exactly. Coexist wow. is the answer to this. We got to unite as people, as all people. You know what's? You know we can laugh at this and mock this, but this it's is sad. Democrat liberalism. This this passes for smartness. This passes for feeling good. This this interviewer doesn't even say anything. Like, what the heck is wrong with you? If you lost your mind, you can't even put two sentences together without saying yeah. like whatever. I would have said, Miss Perry. Next time someone wants to interview you, you need to be like straight. You, need, you know, you, you need, need to not, be here, here, not on no, anything. Miss Perry, the next time somebody wants to interview you, do not accept it. Really, don't just show stay, up. Just stay, stay on the. Get uh, a lookalike who can walk with your gum at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Go on stage and sing. Miss Perry, try this for me. Chew this gum and walk across the stage. <laughs> see if you can Let's do see if you can do it. Let's see if um, if you can. I'll coexist with you all night long. She continues. No, if anyone, if this gets out to anyone, I just want to say that I love all of you out there, and I just know that like see? we're just all loving on each other, and we should just stay loving on she's each other. Loving on Is me she again? Drunk? She's Is got she to be absolutely she's got out to of be, her mind. She's got to be on something. I mean, how could she? Uh, Nobody could be that. <laughs> that's worse than Nancy Pelosi. Oh, it's, that is. Un- and that's well, bad. Look, that is bad. What is a Carry Perry song? Is there? Is- I don't know. I thought she was a country singer. <laughs> I was not. Clear, cleared up on that a minute ago. No, She's Ka- not a country. What is a Katy Perry song? Somebody, somebody help us. And fi- she doesn't sing fireworks. Fireworks. She? Like that. she sings that. She sings fireworks. Wasn't that- no, that's uh, that's what's her name. I've never heard that song. I don't even know if I if there's an official. Is there an official song by Katy Perry I'll find that one. that that uh, that we can um, we can try to go to here? I mean, we can search all day long for a Katy Perry song, but roar. what is it? Roar, roar is a is a big one. So okay, we'll see if we can find that one. Anyway, why does it even matter? This woman should do that thing only that she does well, instead of the the thousand other things that. Um, Here's one: chained to the rhythm. Chained to the rhythm. She's all about, you know, loving on people, coexisting and being chained. Right. I don't know. Here she comes. Oh, here's one. Oh, this is a Katy Perry song? Yeah. Y'all know what it is. Boy, she got a deep voice. Katy Perry. (laughs) Juicy J. Uh What's the name? Oh, Dark Horse is the name of it. That's a Katy Perry song? Well, is this one of your favorite songs? I've never heard this song. Oh, come on. You've heard this. I have not. That's terrible. I think I think what we ought to do is uh, is say that she can no longer go on an interview anywhere and go stay back to the um, the coexist She's area. not Canadian or something, is she? Oh, she's not even American? Oh, I don't know. I'm asking. I'm hoping she's not. No, of course not. Coexist. <laughs> Are they really? 
Uh-huh. Wow. That's interesting. Coexist. 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 That's how she says it. It's like perfect. Coexist. I mean, if you say it like that, co-exist. it's more powerful. If you say coexist, it doesn't mean anything. But if you say coexist. Coexist. <laughs> you got to say it with a little thing at the end. Coexist. Coexist. She walked to me and said, Dad, say what? You want, me to, you want to love on me or something? Coexist. <laughs> you know what's interesting about coexist? The only, there's only, you ever seen the, you saw the bumper sticker, right? The coexist bumper sticker that encompasses all the religions and the thing. Yeah. All religions except one coexist. Exactly. So the purpose of the sticker is to bring. What? What is the purpose of the sticker? Another religion into the circle. So everyone in the circle now will coexist with the one that has some radical members like blow stuff up. Just saying. I'm I'm shocked that people like Katy Perry are actually listened to. I'm shocked that people allow, and I, I'm not, I guess I'm not surprised when I hear people talk like her too. I think like the greatest thing that we. Can, <laughs> I think like the I greatest mean, thing that. that like we I think, could do like, with the like, greatest thing that we, you know I don't know love on each other and coexist. Do people actually listen to these people? Do, I mean, is there actually a group that listens? Katy Perry oh, walks up to phenomenal. you and says, "I want to love on you and coexist." You're going to go, uh, okay. I wouldn't even know who she, if she walked I in here know right now. Either. I wouldn't know who she is. I'd I be like, what? I think like I think gr- like I would just be like, think what? I just like think. I think like the yeah, greatest so thing ever, that w- ever. Yeah. You okay. actually think? I don't think you think. Oh no, you don't think. That's the point. <laughs> exactly. These are the people who. I think I'm thinking. You know, it wouldn't be. No, so bad. I was wrong. It wouldn't be so bad <laughs> if this isn't the Democrat Party. You don't think Katy Perry? Where do you think Katy Perry votes? What side of the fence do you think she sits on? Where do you think her allegiances lie? You think she's a conservative Republican? I wonder if she's ever voted. Well, that's another. Is she old enough to vote? She looks pretty young in these. I have no idea how old she is. Again, I thought she was a country singer. I really did. Katy Perry and coexist. This is what we now out of have as a as a uh, a plan to take on terrorists. Coexist. All right, your phone calls next. Four five four. 1366-454-1366. Katy Perry, stick with singing or go on our next interview. Or just go coexist and love on everybody. Exactly. Your call. We are the Lee Brothers on this Friday of Memorial Day holiday, 820 WNTW. Ten minutes. That's it. Ten minutes and a black Sharpie budget crisis solved. The Lee Brothers, problem solvers on 820 WNTW. Drifting through the wind, wanting to start again. Do you ever feel so paper thin like a house of cards? One blow from caving in. Do you this has got to be her most comfortable. This has got to be her popular song. Six feet on the screens, but no one sees you. heard this, Richard? No. You've never heard this song. I mean, don't mention that. I don't think I've heard this song. Now listen to this. This is the big part. I've re- no, okay, I've heard this song. Yeah. That's, it says it'd be her big hit. This is the big hit by Kimber. Now see, now, if you didn't know anything about Katy Perry, the song sounds better. But now that we know who Katy Perry is and her ridiculous views and how silly she sounds, this song just became hideous. This song <laughs> proves that she can read and that she can sing, and right. she's singing these lyrics the way they're written, not Making them up as she goes along, because she'd be saying, like, uh, and, uh, like, uh, I don't know that, uh, right. There's no coexist in there. Right. There's no coexist. I can't imagine she wrote that song. Why? She can sing it. Yeah, she's a talented singer, but, oh, yeah. uh, talent. That's, that's where it ended. <laughs> yeah. That's where her talent, 
That's where a talent changed right there. I don't know where I've heard that song. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. There you'll find... Coexist. <laughs> they certainly don't play that song on talk radio. No, they do not. Uh, there you'll find a Memorial Day tribute that we played for you the first of the hour. Take some time this weekend and check it out, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you right to our page where we have the Memorial Day uh, tribute from Ronald Reagan, which is one of the best I've ever heard. And also there's a No Safe Space video there. That deals with um, Dennis Prager's teamed up with a comedian, and this is this is outstanding. You you will absolutely love this. Apparently, it's going to be a new movie, and uh, I think you'll like it. Also, there you'll find out why Washington hates Trump's budget. You know, when you start to eliminate sixty six programs, uh, people aren't going to like that. They they've come accustomed to government. Have you been to outside of D.C., the richest counties in the country? These people are accustomed to having dollars flow in without any kind of uh, restraints at all. And when Trump comes there and says, you know what, we're going to change this, it, isn't, um, it is not uh, going to go over well. That video is at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click, click on the Lee Brothers, takes you right there. Trey Lothian, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee hey, Brothers. Guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. You know, you guys are talking about being lucky to be successful. No, we, we weren't. We weren't. It was that was uh, what's his name talking about that Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Oh, uh, yeah, you were quoting his speech, but you know, I was lucky because I had a father who grew up in the depression and instilled in me that to be successful, you had to work oh, great and point. do whatever it took to be successful. And I mean, I struggled. I struggled when I was in college, but you know what? I made it because I made it work. Well, also, this thing about Katy Perry, come on. <laughs> These people in Hollywood make me sick. Well, I mean, that's, you know, don't expect too co- much. Coexist. Well, I don't expect a lot from them. And, I mean, who are they? What, what knowledge do they have? I mean, if you ask them a simple question like, uh, who uh, signed the Emancipation Proclamation, they wouldn't have a clue. Well, not only that, Trey, I mean, Katy Perry ought to stick with things she knows, like this song called Fireworks. All questions ought to be around the song she sings, because when he gets out of that area, <laughs> we just saw that it's complete. It gets scary. It gets quite scary. Coexist. See there? That's all that she cares about. And so that, I mean, you got you to gotta keep these people in their game. Great but for call, some Trey. reason, we want to put them out there to be experts on everything. Uh, Katy Perry, tell us what you think about terrorism. Well, I'm not sure. Coexist. Yeah. So if we would just coexist, they wouldn't coexist, blow us up. They wouldn't blow us up. But um, I guess when it's an Aria Grande concert, when it happened, it felt like Katie can comment on this. But you must understand, this had nothing to do with Aria Grande. It just happened to be she was the singer at the event at the time. The terrorists didn't blow up these kids because it was Aria Grande. No. They blew she had them nothing up. to do with it. Right. It was an opportunity. It was a target-rich environment and an opportunity for these terrorists to do their dastardly deeds. Right. And that's that's why. And they're, as Trump would call them, I mean, they're evil. Evil losers. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this isn't about your fan base, Katy Perry. It's not about Ariana Grande. Now, I heard, I heard that she offered to pay for the funerals of all the victims. Now, she didn't, she didn't have to do that either. Because it wasn't about her. It had nothing um, to do with her. Right. In fact, what she could do is she could she could call them out and say, these guys 
are evil losers like Trump did. Evil losers. Or she could come out and say, we have to do something about these people. This is evil among us, and we are turning our backs to evil. You know, when evil uses a pin to hijack an airplane, we say we got to get rid of pins instead of saying we got to get rid of the evil people. Right. And it doesn't appear they're not doing enough to get rid of the evil people. I would like to see an all-out effort from every nation to get rid of these people. There was a scene from the movie Tombstone. We talked about this. Yep. At the end of the movie, uh, Kurt Russell as Wyatt Earp said, if I see a, a red sash, I kill, I kill the, the man, man wearing, wearing it. it. Yep. You call down the thunder, now you're going to get it. I mean, if we almost had that mentality, if I find you and you're a terrorist, it's over for you. You must yep. understand. At the end of that movie, everyone reject, re- rejected the Cowboys. Nobody was wearing red sashes anymore. Maybe we need wider. Just yeah, we we just need saying. a president that looks at things like that. Barack Obama wanted to try them all. They wanted to close down Gitmo, send them all back. The ones that were released and sent back have now come back on the ter- on the and battlefield and fought us. Coming back as leaders, killing innocent people. But their teeth look good because we gave them dental yeah, hygiene. they've got they've and, got. I mean, prosthetic, prosthetic limbs, limbs and so that forth. We gave them. We yeah. gave them prosthetic we limbs. We did like forty five hundred prosthetic limbs for people, a lot of which had blown hands off and stuff. Making bombs. To kill us. To kill us. And then we so go in there and go, oh, man, hey, you got a cavity. Let me fill that bomb went off you. and blew your hand off? Let me. Your teeth are a little dark. You know, let's, put, let's make them more white and pretty. One dentist that was working on a guy got stabbed with his dental tools. He's trying to help this guy who's got rotten teeth and wants to kill us. We should so close. he's trying to save this, you know, save this guy's teeth. We and should, the guy stabs him. We should close it down for that very reason. And we did should. they hurt the guy? Did they kill the guy? No. By the way, they got Subway sandwiches and all this stuff. It's just crazy. Yeah. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Their solutions are so powerful that we should consider allowing a co-presidency. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And that's a wrap. It could be a hamburger and hot dog wrap. Um, on Memorial Day weekend. If you're in mood for a hamburger and hot dog wrap, throw a little cheese, little onions in there. Jeez, that's right. I think that's what I would do when I go over to Scott's house unannounced not, and uninvited. Because you weren't invited. That's right, exactly. We're not going to be anywhere And around. I'll uh, email us and I'll give you his address and you can come along with me. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you right to our page, and you'll see the Memorial Day tribute. You should. Take time, watch it, and remember, because Monday is not just another holiday. Tell your family and kids what Memorial Day is really all about. Be safe this weekend. Don't drink and drive. Be safe out there on the roads and stay away from, especially the James River because it is rising up to uh, flood stage now. Have a great weekend. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.